morning, good morning, happy new week everybody. Uh, last time for a little while from the Gold Coast, um, coming to you today for live with Nat. Uh, we're flying back to Melbourne this Wednesday. My mum left with the car in the middle of the night and she's driving to New South Wales today. So uh, we're super excited for the new school year and for to see our other home. So um, after three months, we're certainly ready to get back into um, home base uh, in Melbourne. So happy new week. And I thought today we'll have a bit of fun and talk about a topic. Well, it's... It, <laughs> In some way, you could say it's fun. Good morning, Leslie. But in other ways, uh, it's such it's so reality, and I'll just kind of, um, you know, put the title of it, um, you know, because um, people wonder, you know, how are some people luckier than others? Um, so I thought, um, I kind of, why I wanted to talk about this is because Stuart and I just had a weekend away, uh, and while we were away, we played a lot of games, and we've been playing a lot of games throughout the lockdowns, a lot more than you normally would with family, uh, with my mum here, with our son and all that kind of stuff. And um, and it's very interesting to watch all of the players um, in the games, how they uh, react or respond to winning, to losing and all that kind of stuff. But also I think um, gameplay has a big um, correlation to how we behave in our everyday life, in our businesses, in our relationships, and other things like that, right? Uh, why do I know this is true as well? Because a few years back also, I attended this training by, um, it was Clinton Swain, who actually does um, personal development as well as business trainings, but through experiential um, seminars and retreats where all they do is they go away and play games and then they debrief what happened in those games in terms of how people responded, what they did, what are the decisions they made in games and how actually that really, really is a parallel to how we do things in life. And so we were thinking about it on our drive back to uh, the Gold Coast from Caloundra yesterday and I said, what should I talk about? Because Stuart made this uh, this big um, uh, statement when we were bowling. He goes, oh my God, I've been so unlucky this year, <laughs> you know, because um, I won the yards and I was winning quite a, a few things throughout the time we were here. And um, and we sort of got to thinking, you know, um, you know, what is it that um, someone does that tends to have things always go their way? Um, and you know the old saying, the harder you work, the luckier you get. Well, that was going to be my final thing I was going to say. But anyway, uh, we can start off with that one. Um, and that is so true. But I actually want to tap into a little bit more of the mindset and the behavior and the what do you say to yourself and how do you, you know, sort of keep moving past, say, defeat or rejection and all that kind of stuff. So I want to cover a little bit of those things because... People can observe other people and say, oh, they're so lucky, right? And yet they don't realize or that they haven't seen what happens behind the scenes of this person in terms of how they turn up in life and how do they overcome setbacks and, you know, how hard are they working, you know, how much and all that kind of stuff. So, yes, the, the saying, the harder you work, the luckier you get is 100%, 150% true. But what is the mindset behind someone who can get to that point and have lots of wins along the way. Good morning, Jody, as well, and those are the rest of you that are watching. And if you're watching on recording, I'd love to have your comments throughout as what you, where are some of your insights. 
So let's talk about the first one, okay? Uh, attitude and vibration, right? Um, and one of the things that is really, really important when we want to, like, you know, uh, get stuff to go our way, and I, li I listen quite a lot to Esther Hicks, you know, who channels Abraham, um, you know, and it's a little bit of that woo-woo kind of stuff. Um, but she always talks about this, you know, it is only when we feel good that... Um, that we're able to, you know, oper uh, you know, be in flow, or she calls it the vortex, get into the vortex. Good morning, Suzanne. And so, um, attitude and vibration in how you turn up. If you turn up to your game, like when we sit down, we play a lot of Yahtzee. Hey, Katie Kay, we play a lot of Yahtzee, you know, and I sit down and tell say, who's feeling lucky today? You know, who, do, who thinks they're going to win? You know, and from the outset, me just saying that, um, is like, okay, or doing this live on a Monday morning, um, you know, it actually raises my vibration and gets me into the business mode from the weekend, sort of slow-mo uh, slow into, you know, set the week right, uh, say good morning to my team, like, you know, let's have an amazing week, all that sort of stuff. So I'm already um, saying it out loud what I want it to be, um, even though nothing's really happened yet, right? So from the onset, and I guess that was one of my points, is how do you set an intent? How do you set your intentions? You know, and what kind of belief and expectation? Oh God, this hair is that going in my eyes? Sorry, guys, got this hair in my eye, and it's just annoying me. Okay, that's gone. Um, what kind of added um, belief and expectation do you have that things are going to go uh, your way? Or is there this little voice in the back of your head, oh, I'm not deserving of this, or it's not going to happen for me, I'm not one of those people, or I never win anything, right? Um, just, just, you know, you, you have to catch yourself on your self-talk, and this is actually why often I will say stuff out loud, is because then it makes it a lot more real. Uh, in our brains, when we create... Um, a belief or, or we want something to happen we first see it in our head okay then we say it in our mouth then we feel it in our body then we do it so this is the order of things of how we do stuff so see it say it feel it do it and it is really important that we externalize what it is that we want or believe or we want to happen and all that kind of stuff and so they're still there <laughs> oh my god so annoying um, and so, um, it is really, really important that, you know, I, I don't know that you create that because when, um, some of my clients, authors say, oh, you know, Nat, I can never speak as, or as well as you do. You can just kind of turn up and deliver an awesome inspirational speech, but that's because I have repeated and repeated and repeated and repeated what I do and how I do it so many times over and over and over and by externalizing it I'm actually embedding it and feeling it in my body and then it's just kind of coming through me okay so really really important so attitude and vibration is number one you know how do you turn up belief and expectation um, you know there's the expectation theory I think there's a book about it you know if you expect something to happen you probably be proven right Okay, so always go in expecting that things are going to turn uh, out your way. Okay, because when things turn out our way, we celebrate, but they don't always do, 
right? It's not a guarantee, you guys. It's not like you're going to have always wins, always yeses, and always um, awesome things um, happening to you. Uh, but when they do, then you need to celebrate. We had the biggest peace ourselves moment last night. So I was you know, like going for Yahtzee and, and every time like like I'd have a good roll and things like that, I would go, yeah! You know, like just doing that, bringing my body in like, you know, like a little five-year-old, almost like a, like, and, and so we have these buttons that you record, um, uh, record your uh, voice on. Uh, they're the na naughty and nice um, Christmas buttons. Uh, but you can record whatever you want, and you know we we've got a couple of sayings. One's is celebration one, and one is when you stuff up and all that kind of stuff. And and you know, and, and the the family ch uh, chose like they wanted me to record that celebration, um, and we played it back. It was so 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 funny, but it changed how everyone felt about it. And every time someone would have a good thing, that we would celebrate and absolutely nearly pissed ourselves laughing because the recording sounded super funny. So um, it is really, really important that, you know, in, in our business, you know, when we um, have the opportunity to help someone new, you know, we welcome them. I mean, you guys, some of you that are watching are my authors. You're so great at welcoming them and celebrating that they've made the right decision. And so does my team and everyone kind of gets on board. So, you know, we bring that feeling into, uh, into it and we actually savor and enjoy that moment. Um, Leslie says, I use present words like I am, I have to keep things in the right now. Yeah. Not words I, uh, I'm going to. Yeah. Like right now, present tense, as if you're in possession. I mean, this is how you should be setting goals in the present tense, as if you're in possession of them and you're bringing, what will you see? What will you feel? And what will you hear? Okay. So that, um, let me see if I can read one of my 2021, um, 90 day or let's have a look here uh where is it okay so uh it's the 31st of december of uh, 2021 and i have continued my health and fitness activities i exercise four times a week eat well have detox twice this year and i'm in the best shape of my life i feel light lots of energy full of zest i see a lean body and i hear compliments on my appearance yes see hear and feel because at the end of the day we are not after the goal we're after the feeling that's what we want right because when we achieve the goal guess what we want to feel something else and we want to go take it up the next level good morning galen and adrian all right so celebrate your wins and bring in even more energy because of course more energy and more feeling good guess what makes you luckier and more stuff starts coming back have you noticed when stuff starts going good it actually kind of snowballs and more good stuff here keeps happening. More good stuff. Here. Oh my God. You know what's happening lately? I can't believe it. But that's because you feel good and you're celebrating. You know, another thing gets attracted. Another thing gets attracted, right? And um, um, what's it called? Uh, and when things go bad, like they come in threes, you know, it's like, what is this all about? And I believe it does have to do a lot to do with where we end up operating at what vibrational level. Um, so we talked about setting the intention. And of course, writing goals is one way of setting the intention, but so you should every single day. Okay, today I want to get this, 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 and this, and this done. And when I do that, this is how it'll make me feel. Like, you know, Mondays for me is really to set the week up, you know, to get organized for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, what's going to happen because lots of events, I've got a masterclass, I've got a seminar, I've got a speaking gig, I've got lots of things like that to organize. So today is really just set up and planning day. So I want to feel at the end of today, 
that I'm going to be like just rock up and do the other things without having to like, you know, work on PowerPoints, set up calendars and things like that, that I'm in execution mode. So today is like kind of set up for the week and then execution mode as we go through the week. So set your intention daily, obviously weekly. I've got my 90 day goals and my 12 month goals, which I always do every 90 days. All right. And when defeat comes, so let's talk about when like shit hits the fan or, or defeat comes, right? Um, it is really important that you think that it's never over. It's never over. I'll kind of use my Yahtzee example uh, from before. Like often when, when a couple of people get Yahtzees and you haven't got one, you can kind of think, oh my God, I'm trying to catch up now and all that kind of stuff with the scores and things like that. But even to the last roll of the game, I might be behind, I go, no, I can still get Yahtzee. I can still, you know, like I always and keep going. Even my, when my football team is um, is losing or it's like the clock counting down, I go, there's still time for tomorrow. Like it, that's kind of what my mindset operates in. It's like not over until like it, it is it is over. And defeat can come. And so what happens um, when de defeat comes, I don't know if you've noticed, um, dogs, for example, you know, if you tell them off, um, you know, they might feel like sheepish and like, you know, kind of go in the corner for a second, but literally three minutes later, they come jumping up at you and they're so excited to see you and they want to play with you again. So I want you to be like a, like a little puppy, right? And a dog that, you know, forgets about the defeat, um, or being told off and you go again, <laughs> you know, because sometimes, you know, again, I'll use the RTs now, I'll roll something crappy and go, you know, she's not rolling good today. And like, okay, there's always the next roll. Okay, we come around the table after the four goes. We'll go, we'll go, we'll go again and try again. Yeah. So, um, don't sit in defeat or rejection. You know, for a super long time and dwell on it because guess what happens? You start to generate and make that snowball effect in going the opposite direction where you're not feeling good, and you're kind of feeling you know down on yourself. So you just kind of gotta. I brush it off quite quickly and go, okay, next phone call or, or next time I need to, you know, I, I'm going to win. And you turn up always, always, um, you know, expecting that you're going to win or you're going to get a yes, uh, but it might not happen every single time. You know, and it might not happen when you wanted, but it's always happening at the right time, right? I love that, you know, and um, how when you look at things in hindsight, you go, oh, I get it. Now that crappy stuff happened because all of this good stuff was, I was meant to learn this. So all this good, good stuff ha can happen right now. Okay, uh, plan to be lucky. Okay, so just plan, you know, um, make that intention that, you know, and set the plans out there. And as we said, the harder you work, the luckier you get. Um, but always, always, always um, understand that, uh, you know, being lucky is not always going to um, happen or go your way. Uh, good morning, Christine. I've learned to think, so what did I learn from that? Or what is the universe telling me? Yeah, Bernie, totally. Everything happens for a reason. Um, you know, as much as, you know, crap happens all around us and good stuff happens, at the end of the day, we look back and go, oh my God, that turned out exactly the way you sh it should have. I mean, it, honestly, if you could uh, relive or have your life unfold a different way, would you? Would you? Right? And a lot of people will say, I'm not going to talk for everyone, but like, you know, what would I, there's also, 
um, you know, kind of what would you have told your twin-year-old self, you know, or what advice would you have given them and all that kind of stuff, or would you pre-warn them of, of anything and all that? Well, not really, because I kind of think that the journey has been amazing and what everything that has happened, the good and the bad, have played a big important part to where we have arrived today um, and I'm sure for a lot of you you would think that that the same way about your own lives you know there might be some you know um, situations where you you would have wanted things to turn out differently um, and I'm sure there's a lot of that also out there but usually when we when we use that benefit of like the hindsight and looking at it about oh okay now it makes sense it just didn't at the time so Observe, the other thing I wanted to say is observe other people that you see as lucky. Okay, so this is kind of going into that modeling, you know, success or modeling what other people are doing and um, and then replicate that in your own life. Um, Diane McKendrick, one of my authors, and um, and I got to hang out a few times here in, um, here in Queensland and... Um, uh, you know, she often tells me that I sort of watch what you do and I've listened to a lot of your lives and, you know, did mission declutter a lot because, you know, I was not as organized in the past and now I'm just kind of modeling because I do want to have, you know, your model because I've got kids and you've got kids and I kind of just want to have some of the outcomes that you're experiencing in life. So therefore I'm going to um, model that. And it was interesting. We were, we went, she uh, accompanied me into Chanel um, just before Christmas and we went into the car park in the city of um, Brisbane and she said, all right, let's call upon the car parking fairies. And I usually, we have a little song uh, that we sing with our family when it's about parking spots, you know, in busy times. And, you know, it's um, the Kylie Minogue, I should be so lucky, 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 lucky. And I thought, oh, the parking fairy. She's got the parking fairies. And um, and I said, that's kind of cute. So I, I um, played with the parking fairies um, on the weekend because in Calandra was so, so busy. There was just like not a spot available anywhere around the main area where we wanted to sort of walk around but I was just like I call up on your parking ferries you're gonna look after us gonna find us the best spot and every single time we um we got a really good spot not too far away and better than from you know we looked around for a bit but we still found them so then I, I, I said to well you know I said that so I started saying that because you know I know we have our little song so observe what other people do that you admire and that you perceive that they're lucky in a certain area and at the end of the day, what is kind of, what do we define being lucky, right? Um, you know, it's it can be really frustrating for people who've done a lot of work to be called lucky. Um, it's happened to me many, many times. Um, but I kind of, um, I kind of look at it, well, yeah, I am because I create the environment, the mindset, the belief, the expectation, all of that but teamed up with taking action is what then equals making luck work in my way. That doesn't mean I don't get scared, I don't fail, I don't experience defeat. Sometimes, many times over and over, I'll have a bad run or something, you know, it's just not going my way, but I kind of go, okay, you know, this too shall pass. A good run, another good snowball effect will eventuate, um, you know, soon, and I just learn to be patient because there is those peaks and troughs in life. Hey, Teresa, lots of you guys on the call today. You all want to be a lot luckier. I'm going to be coming into the authors group in a moment and talk about what are those lucky authors who actually 
do amazing things with their books do to bring that about themselves. Uh, Luba says, I tell myself the further I park, the more steps I get in. And that's another intention that you can set. Um, is that you want to find a park spot further away because then you'll be forced to do some of your incidental exercise along the way. It depends what your goals are, right, Luba? I've loved all the photos from the skiing and snow over there. A few people from the Northern Tem Hemisphere has got, have the snow happening over there and I, uh, we have got the sun and the surf and the really humid, humid weather. It's so, um, it's, it still astounds me how one hemisphere can be in winter and one in summer, even though I grew up in, in the Northern Hemisphere and now we're in the Southern. All right, so um, let's, re let's re review in case some of you guys have jumped on um, a bit late. So what are the 10 ways to being lucky? Number one was attitude and vibration. Listen to stuff if you're challenged by this. Oh, yeah, that's the one thing that I didn't say. Um, if you're challenged by um, uh, you by yourself raising your vibrations, listening to YouTube videos, to guided meditations, there's so much stuff. Like literally go on YouTube and go raise my vibration meditation or some kind of speech or whatever it is. But listening to other people, reading books, um, you know, being surrounded also by people. It depends if you're extrovert, introvert, or whatever gives you more of your energy um back in that's the kind of stuff you need to do more of to raise your own vibration and you can get assistance you can't just you don't need you're not expected to just do it all by yourself because sometimes when we need it most is when we are feeling in um in the the slump of things that we need to like snap out of it come on i need to get to the feel good spot need to get to that feel good uh spot when things go and go to plan, I say get back up on the horse and try again. And saying, yeah, so you can use your horse um, uh, analogy there. Um, absolutely. And like, you know, the puppy that I talked about earlier, you know, just like, okay, get excited again. It's time to go and get up. All right, so that was Attitude and Revolution. Listen to stuff if you're challenged by this. And the more you listen to that stuff, the more you're, you're going to start to say it yourself. Um, and the most important thing is to get it to that level that you're talking to yourself in a more positive manner um not the body language that my boys sometimes can um my boys uh judd and Stuart, you know they have this like you know if uh, who start playing again someone starts to have an awesome win that's it, it's over and this is the this is the body language actually we didn't even talk about body language yet right it's over and the slump show shoulders and then if we're playing the outside and they get the five dice and they, they roll them like or like really like totally disinterested and it's like yeah well what do you expect you're not gonna get any better you know or or change it up if you're gonna just kind of play like that for the rest of the game so body language is really really important you know just yeah that's kind of just like reset yourself so resetting yourself right belief and expectation was number two what do you believe do you do you believe you know that, that you're lucky do you believe and expect that good things are going to happen in your life. Number three was celebrate wins, which means bringing even more energy on top of the good energy and vibration you've produced, but then celebrating. You know what I mean? Um, people just say, I don't high five. Like, you know, you want to do a high five to celebrate something? And I go, I don't, have, I don't high five. Well, why not? Why don't you high five? You know, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you, you know, I understand, you know, like, they might have a certain belief around that, but it's just this form of celebration, right? Makes you feel good and makes you feel connected, right? To do that. Um, set the intention. 
Um, so that was about the goals and um, already Leslie said, you know, in the present tense, as if you're in possession with them and what will you hear, see and feel when you have achieved that goal. Number five was never think it's over, never think it's over, never give up, you know. <laughs> the boys watch a lot of wrestling and the big catchphrase for John Cena is never give up, <laughs> you know. So every time, you know, I, I, I keep going for something, I go, John Cena, never give up. Um, uh, number, oh, this one we haven't talked about, gratitude. I missed that one. I must have skipped it off my notes. Practice gratitude. It is another way of starting to feel really good. It's another way of raising your vibration. I do a lot of my gratitude when I put my head on the pillow because then I'm finally, I'm able to just be on my own, if you like, and then I, and I start to ramble stuff off in my head. Of course, it's great to write it down. It's great to say it, um, you know, and um, and even visually to represent it of what, what is your why and what are you thankful for and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so practicing gratitude is um, a must because, of course, if you do get lots of lucky uh, things happening in your life, guess what? You know, you need to also be thankful and that will attract, therefore, more of the same. Uh, plan to be lucky. So just, just plan. I'm just... That one one of those people that has the Midas touch, if you like. Um, a reset button after defeat, right? So just hit the reset button and whatever it is, like Suzanne said, get back on that horse um, or, you know, start getting excited about things once again um, is really, really important. Number nine, observe other people that are lucky and model them. And number 10 was work hard, okay? So none of these mindset things think this way, expect that way, um, uh, what is it, uh, celebrations, uh, never think it's over, practicing gratitude, all, they're kind of more, if you like, they're important, they're super important, right, but you can't just sit and, you know, go, okay, I'm doing all of that, right, in my head, and I'm saying it, and all that, but then you're not really taking action towards the goals, like the hard work. You know, the stuff that really makes us uncomfortable, gets us out of our comfort zone, uh, makes us really like uh, stretch and go, go, can I really do this? You know, all of that stuff, you know, and actually taking the little steps that make you better and better and better and better where, you know, you find a new or you expand that comfort zone to the next level, you know, and that's by taking action and working harder. And the harder you work, the luckier you get. And some of these things. Now, all of these things that we talked about, you may not be doing all of them all of the time. Or maybe you haven't even done some of them. Or you maybe have forgotten. Maybe this live it was just a reminder. Okay, a lot of the time when people come on my lives, it's not like they don't know stuff or, or they're not aware of it. They are. But just being reminded of it is kind of like, okay, you know, let's, you know, I did used to do that, but I've stopped doing it. Maybe I need to just come back to it again, yeah? And that, that's what I often, when I listen to speakers and I'll like, validate stuff I already know, but it just kind of reminds me to refocus on what's important or what I'd like to create as being really important. Um, hey, Kim, that's all right. Um, you can catch the rest of the recording uh, later on. So I hope all of this, you know, reminded you of some of the things that do create luck in our lives, in our relationships, in our businesses, in our health and well-being, in our games that we play with people, you know, um, you know, who wonder why are they so lucky, you know, and um, 
just enjoy it and remember uh, at the bottom of all this always come from a place of feeling good and create that space if you can for yourself i know there's moments when in our lives you know we might be going through grief or you know something you know that we need to go through the stages of denial anger blame depression you know that has happened but you know it is about the 80 20 we're not meant to be always happy and positive you know but we're also not meant to be always down and sad or or you know i'm hoping that you'd be 80 percent in the more positive and feel good place and 20 percent in that pit so have an amazing week everyone whatever you're doing i'm going to go through to my authors group and talk to them about what do lucky authors do that ones that say they're not so lucky and have a garage full of books don't do have a uh, great one and next week i'm going to see you from melbourne so rather than 8 a.m it'll be 9 a.m over there and we're gonna have a longer day get up later uh because it doesn't get as light as early and go to bed later as well so i'm just shifting my my sleeping patterns once again hey um i'll talk to you guys very soon and as always smash it out